Thanks for hanging in there. It is Mile High Magazine. Murphy Houston back with uh, one of my favorite topics. You know how much I love to play golf. And a guy that loves to play golf as well is joining me, Kevin Laura, CEO of First Tee. Kevin, how's it going? It's great, Murph. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing good. I know a little bit about First Tee. It's a great program for young people. But for those that don't, let's get right to it. What is First Tee? Well, what's great about First Tee, it's a successful youth development program that was created by Tiger Woods' father and President Bush, 41, back in the late 90s. And it's an educational developmental program. Um, Ours chapter here is in the far northeast part of Denver, up near Green Valley Ranch, Montbello, uh, Commerce City, uh, Brighton. And uh, it really, it enables strength of character that empowers them throughout their life and it seamlessly integrates the game of golf into a life skills curriculum, and these kids have a real fun experience not realizing they're learning all these great life experiences, but it builds their inner strength and gives them self-confidence and, and mostly resilience for their for their future as, as when they grow up. So it's really a wonderful, well-rounded program. Well, and when you come into this program, I'll bet most of these young people, girls and boys alike, don't even know what golf's all about, do they? That's correct. About, uh, I would say 90% of the kids we serve out of the 3,300 have never been introduced to the game. So unlike a lot of people that golf that were brought to the game by their parents or grandparents or uncles, some relative, these kids have never been introduced to the game because golf was never introduced to their parents. So what's wonderful is we're bringing a, an activity-based, a self-paced kind of uh, activity that they never would have been in, in, introduced to. And then when they grow up, they won't fear introducing the game down to their children, just like our generation and previous generations have done. So it's a wonderful building of the core base of future golfers. And whether they become good or not is irrelevant. It's, it's that they're not afraid and they don't fear that they're excluded from the opportunity that golf brings them. And it's a, it's a game for a lifetime, unlike all the other sports most of the kids play at a young age. Well, and, and you know, Kevin, I didn't really even start playing golf till I was in college. I was a baseball player, and I, in high school, I played baseball and basketball. And then when things kind of faded away, I thought, "Oh, let's let's play golf." And it was a whole different sports experience from all those other sports I had played because it's one on one, and just like you said, it builds up a lot of parts of your soul that maybe you didn't even know you had. Yeah, and it's really good. What's What's nice is we have nine core values, so. We teach honesty and integrity and sportsmanship and confidence and and just it's wonderful because the kids don't really know that they're getting these core values because they're taught to count every stroke. They're taught to do the right thing when no one's looking. They're taught to you know leave the golf course in as good or better shape as they as they found it. And and they they bring these skills back to their homes, their churches, their communities, their schools. And the kids' grades go up, their attendance goes up, they just become better kids um, kind of organically because we've kind of plugged the, the, the right things of, about the game of golf into their regularly scheduled programming, which is life, and it becomes so nice. And then they realize, oh, if I, if I keep doing this, I could play this till I'm 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 years old instead of baseball and all these other sports that, you know, I start not having the ability to play. And it's so much easier to play, as you said, by yourself. You don't have to put a team together in order to have a game. No, no. And you, and you learn those skills. And, and I've been uh, somewhat blessed. I mean, I'm 72 years old. And I started playing golf and I was probably 22 or 23. And it's been part of my life. And now the thrill is I two of my grandchildren 
our golfers, uh, my daughter, my granddaughter, uh, made Cherry Creek's varsity girls golf tournament as a sophomore, <laughs> and nice. then and my grandson, who's still in eighth grade, uh, he he plays very well too, and I get to play with them, and it's a whole different experience that might even be more valuable for me than it is for them, if you know what I mean. Exactly. Well, you you would remember, I'm sure, that the first time when you did pick up the game of golf and you hit that great shot. And you're like, oh, now I get it. So it's just like when when a kid goes fishing and they they feel the nibble and then the fish bites on the other end of that line. There's just a euphoria inside and outside their body. They're smiling and everyone realizes, oh, I get it. And the beauty of the game of golf is very few people become the, the PGA Tour and LPGA Tour stars that we see on television. But all of us, every golfer, 25 million American golfers, uh, all can hit a golf shot every round that a pro would say, hey, that's exactly how I wish I could hit that shot. Or it's, it's amazing we can pull off that, that wonderful one shot out of our round that keeps us coming back every time. And, and watching a kid hit that first ball, getting it airborne or hitting it on the sweet spot and seeing the, the sheer joy in their face, they realize, okay, it is hard, but it's not impossible. So it is it is very welcoming, but we get them at the early age because, again, trying to convert a 22-year-old like you yeah, was is hard. a lot harder than, lot a, harder. than a 7- to 12-, 10-year-old. Right? Well, and, and you know, by the time you're 22, I mean, I still swing a club like a baseball bat. I mean, it's the way it is, <laughs> but I've adapted my game to that. But what you say is so true. As many rounds as I played, and I play a fair amount with my golfing buddies, there's one or two shots in that round that just keep bringing you back, buddy. You never forget yeah. them. At any age. And these kids, yeah, at any age. We bring we bring most of our programming, so 90% of our programming is in the schools in the far northeast. And these kids, unlike when we grew up, their, their PE classes have been taken away. They don't have music anymore. They, they barely have recess. So we really bring in an educational element that it's actually activity-based like a PE class. So, one, they have fun. They burn energy. They get to hit something hard that they don't get in trouble for. <laughs> That's right. And, and again, they're, they're using, you know, plastic and non-actual you know, golf course clubs and, and balls, but they still have that same satisfaction. And then we bring them to the golf course at the end of their, their series. So they have field trips out to Green Valley Ranch or to Buffalo Run. And they're just absolutely enamored with the fact that those, the grass is real turf. It's the greens are n- not astroturf. So many kids don't believe it's actually live material. So it is wonderful that it is the first time they ever step on a golf course, um, you know, being invited to do so. And that's what's great is that these kids realize it's a big barrier to them, especially where our Green Valley Ranch golf course is, which is right in the middle of the Green Valley Ranch community where we want people to feel welcome to come and, and eat and golf and enjoy themselves and recreate. Uh, and it was perfect during COVID, obviously, because we were one of the safest and only things that were open for so many months. Oh, my gosh. You were the first golf course that me and my buddies went back to during the COVID. When you opened up, we were there the first day you opened up. And yeah. that's a great golf course, Green Valley Ranch. And it's got to be such a thrill now because of all the moisture we had during the spring. Your golf course, it's so green and real looking. It almost looks fake, like a movie set. It's so good. Yeah. And that's, that's, a lot of the kids think that. Yeah, well, it's part of it. I wonder, too, because sometimes, and you might agree with By the way, we're talking with Kevin Laura, CEO of uh, First Tee. You, I watch a lot of golf tournaments, and when a couple of pros <laughs> have a couple of duff shots, it almost makes me feel good because that's what I do, too. And they're pros and still doing it. So it kind of kind of yeah. keeps you going. I bet these kids probably feel the same way. Well, that's the, the biggest thing is <clears throat> the kids that come into our program, if we 
have them stay in the program after the second year, then we know they're they're hooked as far as it, during the after school or summer programming. It is really, um, especially post COVID, when everything goes back to normal, they're going to have all the same distractions and other sports and other activities to do that they didn't have uh, over the last year and a half. So it is really key for us to get back into the schools and also to get these kids, because once they're hooked a second time, it's not that they have to become avid golfers like you are and I am, but they just need to be, uh, you know, return to the game and, and feel like it's, it's, it's good. Because as you know, you one day to the next, you can be better the next day or you can be worse than the day before. Um, and that's why people, the more and more they practice, the less you know volatility to their game happens. But you're exactly right. I watched Lexi Thompson give up, <laughs> lose the Women's Open this last weekend yeah. uh, because she hit two terrible shots from a hundred yards away, and they, she looked like an average golfer, and it, it cost her a national championship. So it really is uh, frustratingly. But again, that's not going to stop her from playing the games. It's going to make her work harder tomorrow and the next day so that's what's really exciting about this game you never can perfect it but it always gives you a little bit of of satisfaction every time absolutely so why do you think your life skills curriculum which i think is spectacular why is it so successful i mean you're dealing with kids of all ages thousands of them different attitudes different backgrounds but yet it seems to really work doesn't it it really does Uh, we it was written by uh phd educators and physical educators which is really um, it wasn't one or the other. Um, so that, that was the first thing. The second thing is it's activity-based, as I said earlier. We, in a 60- or a 90-minute class, we speak and give direction for five minutes, and then those kids are out having fun swinging golf clubs and working on balance and doing agility skills for the other 55 or 85 minutes. So it is really about not sitting there being talked to and talked down to like a traditional school atmosphere. And then it's self-paced. So we don't make all the five fifth graders go to the next level at, after the end of their fifth grade year. It is, it's someone that is really good, can move, test out and move up faster, and someone that's taken harder, longer time, they don't get pushed until they're ready to go. So self-paced is a big deal. And then it's mastery-driven. The whole game of golf is about mastering the game. So these kids will never hit 100%. So that's the best part. They can never test out of right. it, but they can't be too smart for the game, which is great. So I think right. that's, those are the three main elements that is, makes it so successful. So there's probably a lot of parents out there listening right now, Kevin. How do they get their kids involved? Well, we've got a First Tee uh, right on the website. They can go to firstteegreenvalleyranch.org, and they can sign up for all our summer school or summer classes. We service all the um, – there's about 53 elementary, middle, and high schools in the far northeast um, and we service almost 20 of those because we'd like to get them at the elementary and middle school level. Uh, high schoolers are hard enough to reach yeah. uh, on other things, and, and teaching them golf is, is definitely way down the list. But the, the fun thing is that people can uh, call us at our 486-8800 number, but they can really just go on the website at, at firsttgreenvalleyranch.org and look up the classes and decide what fits into their schedule and sign up. And, and what's great is it's free if indeed they can't afford the classes, which are 50 to $125. 
we have full scholarships too. So what's great is we're very well funded by generous donors, and we we do not want to turn anyone away that can't pay. So it is a wonderful program that uh, is available for anybody between five and eighteen years old. Oh, it truly is. I highly recommend it. But I know one of your big fundraising mechanisms is the Colorado Open Golf Championship, which is at Green Valley Ranch, correct? That is correct. Yep, we just finished the Women's Open uh, last week, and then we have the Men's Open every summer, late July, and then the Senior Open every uh, summer, late August. So those three championships were the impetus, just like other uh, events on TV every week. Uh, they generate money for charities, and, and again, our charity is the first Tea Green Valley Ranch for the Colorado Opens. So talk about this event you're doing with some of these uh, crazy guys I work with over here at 104.3 The Fan. Mm-hmm. On the 24th. What's that all about? Well, they call it the match. So the, the radio talent uh, teams pair up in twosomes and they play against each other. So they play uh, for the winning score. But what I love about it is it's a fundraiser for first tee. So each of those teams are going to start, uh, and they have started, promoting on their shows to go to our website and donate money on behalf of that certain uh, radio tandem so they are actually raising money all four teams uh for the first t green valley ranch so whoever wins the most fundraising gets a prize and whoever wins by score gets prizes and uh we're really looking forward to that it's going to be june 24th it's not open to the public but it'll be aired um which is really nice so they will air it on 104.3 so they'll give updates on who's winning and all that and who's leading in the charitable race as well so we're just very excited that they asked us to do it because we use the 104.3 to promote our Colorado Opens, obviously, because, uh, you know, it, it's the best sports station in town. So, Well, these boys, as I just told you, I work with them. They're right down the hall from the station right now. That I work at Cozy here, part of the Bonneville Cluster for Mile High Magazine. These boys are into it. You should see, hear the talk in the hall. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be an interesting match come on the 24th of June, I'll tell you. Yes, it will. And they're already talking smack, uh, as oh. you said, but luckily they don't have golf clubs in their hand. Uh, they'll have to bring it to, to the golf course. You can you can talk a big game, but uh, this game will will straighten out who is the, the true champion by, by the end of the 18 holes. Yeah, I think Schlereth is the worst. He talks a big game. Do you think he can play? I've not seen him play, but I, I I know by the way he talks, he he's going to be challenged, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, Brandon Stokely, another former Bronco, he's a pretty good golfer. So we'll see uh, yeah. we'll, we'll see how that goes. Well, Kevin Law, CEO of First Tee, keep up the great work. Again, give us the website because there's going to be parents that want to get their kids involved, and why not? It's a great game, and it teaches you a lot of things that a lot of sports don't teach you. And you see it on the golf course, the honesty and the handshaking and the respect for each other. It's good. So how do we get it? Holy yep. again? Well, parents that want their kids to to really be around successful people and and know that that's a regular way of life around this game. All they have to do is go to firsttgreenvalleyranch.org and uh, get all the information they want and sign up their kids. We uh, the more the merrier. Thanks, Kevin, for your time. We appreciate it today. Thank you. Yep, you guys uh, have a good day too. It's Mile High Magazine. I'm Murphy Houston, and we'll talk to you next week.